Welcome to Miami Creators. I am your host, Corrado, and I am a photographer here in beautiful Miami, Florida. And each week, I bring you the inspiring stories behind Miami's most influential businesses, individuals, entrepreneurs, and more. On today's episode, we are joined by Erica Grausman, co-founder and CEO of True Women, a line of plant-based protein bars for women that are dairy-free, soy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, and free of sugar alcohols. Today, you'll hear Erica share stories and insights gathered from her journey, launching, and growing the brand, as well as what it is like to see women all over, including celebrities like Halle Berry and Megan Fox rave about True Women's product line. So, without further ado, enjoy this fun and inspiring conversation with Erica Grossman. Erica, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. So first of all, congratulations on all your success. You guys are killing it from what I see. Thank you. Um, I see customers, media, absolutely love the product. I was reading through and I saw Britain Co., Women's Health, Business Insider, Runner's World, you name it. They all love the product. So for the listeners who may not know you and your brand, why don't you take a few moments to introduce yourself and tell the listeners what you guys do, what your product is, everything. My name is Erica Grassman, and I am the co-founder of True Women. We are a plant-based protein bar. Um, it's geared towards women, but men love it. Uh, they're vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, have no sugar alcohols. They're very clean. So there's no bloating. And that was our, one of our main concerns of what a woman wants. So They're all under 200 calories, taste delicious, named after iconic desserts. So we play off really fun names. I know. And we're going to get into some of those names because I'm curious to find out how you guys come up with those. Yeah, it's very fun. (laughs) (laughs) And so the product is focused primarily towards women? Um, Well, it's inspired by women. We're ran by women and we invest in women. So the, the whole meaning behind it was like for something what a woman wants. There's all these bars out there that are geared towards men and and men who want to get big and, you know, want as much protein as possible. And we decided to make something that like, it's just clean for a woman's body that, you know, a, a woman tends to treat their body a little nicer than men. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so we geared it towards them and, and men of course love them. Like we, you know, men love like making jokes and doing funny memes off of it because it's just, right. it's funny. Who doesn't take, who doesn't like something that tastes good, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So let's maybe go back and talk about a little bit of the inspiration, the backstory for the brand, how it got started. Um, So we were in the field, me and my partner, Stephanie, we were both part of another company that um, had protein bars and protein shakes and endurance and everything that had. Oh, so you were already kind of like in that world. Yes. um, She was very involved in it. And I was on the backside of it. I was on the finance side and we couldn't eat any of the products. Every time we ate anything, it gave us a stomach ache. It made us, you know, you, you think you're eating a healthy protein bar and yet your stomach goes out to six months pregnant because of all the artificial properties inside of it that make you bloat. So um, we decided to create something that was clean and delicious and, and what every person and woman wants. So when was this? Um, so we started about three years ago and we've just been chugging along. We're a small team. We keep it nice and tight. And um, we just got into Whole Foods and 19 stores of Whole Foods. So that's really exciting. Hopefully global soon. (laughs) And we're going into Target, all the Targets. 
And we're just, you know, we're in Hy-Vee and Schnucks and, and then about another 500 smaller gyms, studios across the nation. Okay. So, well, really that exciting. was that was something that I was going to ask you because when I was going through the website, all I saw was Amazon. I didn't see any of the other ones. So I was wondering if it was like an exclusive thing that you guys had going on with Amazon or something. Well, we were born on Amazon, okay. which is um, we were exclusive to them for the first year and we were born on them. So they helped us. We initially launched through Amazon, which was amazing. And they're they're amazing. So that was we were so lucky to be a part of such a great program. Um, what, what is the name of the program? It's called Born on Amazon. Oh, Okay. Never heard of that. Yeah. So they only pick a few lucky brands and we were chosen. So it, we were really uh, lucky to be a part of it. So was this part of the process of the, of coming up with the company? You guys knew you wanted to do that or how did that opportunity? No, we, we started the company and then we, we got lucky enough to be chosen. We were, we were, we were trying to get in and we did. Wow. So, yeah. Nice. That's so called born on Amazon. You're basically scratching your own itch, right? Exactly. We knew if we, if we needed this, we knew there was tons and tons of other women who needed it also. That is it, was, awesome. it was a void that was missing. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to go back to your flavor names. Daydreaming About Donuts, OO Cookie Dough, Smother Fudger Peanut Butter, Wait for Key Lime, and a bunch of others. Like, So let's talk about the process that you guys go through naming some of these because it is not common by any means. I know. I know. It's so fun. Um, we just kind of like, we play around with names. So we're all on the phone together and we start shooting out names. We have a whole spreadsheet and we'll like, just spit out anything that we can come up with. And like I said, we're a small team, so we're just kind of going at it, going at it. And we have an amazing marketing director. Um, her name is Kennedy. She's this young, amazing girl who she's just brilliant. So we just all play around with names and then we kind of like hit them out, like, you know, deduct them each time. We're like, we vote like this one, this one, this one, this one. And, and we narrow it down until our favorites. Do you have like a secret favorite one? It's so hard. What's like the bar that you go to? Like if so, you have all of these at home, what's the, your go-to one? So I would say the like long winner has been cookie dough. Oh, oh, cookie dough. Okay. It's like a never downfall for me. But then sometimes I'll be like in a peanut butter mood for like months and I'll only eat p- peanut butter. And if I don't have the peanut butter, I'm like, ah, you know, but other times it was almond. So I've kind of gone through, I've done donut. I've done almond. I did red velvet for a little while. That was my favorite. And, but cookie dough has always kind of been my like back That's pocket. Yeah. Nice. I like they're just, it. they're all so delicious. They really and are. And so you have bars, you have powders. Um, so we had powders okay. and they did amazing. We sold out and we're reformulating to make them even better. Okay. So we're playing around with the packaging also. We're trying to be more environmental friendly. And so we did start with a biodegradable packaging that would disintegrate within six to eight weeks inside the garbage, like once microorganisms got a hold of it. Um, but we had a little bit of issues. And so we're, we're still playing. We're just not, you know, until we have it perfect, we're not going to bring out powders. And so who are you turning to for some of these things? And, and, and this kind of leads to a bigger question that I'm building up to launching a business, all of these things you're always constantly dealing with new struggles, new problems, new things to figure out that you've never encountered before. Talk to me about how you guys approach these things. For example, have you ever had to figure this out? Biodegradable packaging, like where never. do you start? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's such a game. You just have to like, first of all, you have to surround yourself with people who are intelligent and can guide you, right? So 
I try to always like my husband is my first like go-to for anything in every situation, even with like girlfriends. He's just so wise. (laughs) So I think you just ask questions to the right people and try to get the right information. And then you move on to the right companies and you talk to them and you just keep interviewing and figuring out until you find your perfect you know, company in this case, what you're speaking about to help you guide you into what you're looking for. And how many employees do you guys have now? There's five of us. Nice. Yeah. And as we were talking before we started recording, you guys are like spread out all over the place. All over. That's awesome. Yeah. So is, do you find it hard to maintain that kind of team vibe going if, if you guys are spread out or how are you? I think it would be easier if we were all in one office and we could turn to each other and just ask simple questions because those simple questions become you know, emails or conference calls or, and it becomes, you know, just not as, just not as easy, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, but we try to have, we have weekly calls and, you know, I'm talking to Stephanie and Kennedy daily and there's emails going through and, you know, we just, we have to do what we have to do to make it work. So we have a great team, but it would be easier if we were together. (laughs) What are some of the biggest lessons or struggles that you've had to overcome to get true women to be where it is today? Um, Well, one of our biggest struggles was when we first launched, we really didn't consider that um, they are protein bars coated with chocolate and um, or coated with whatever they're coated with donuts, not chocolate, but and that does melt. So when you're shipping in the summer to Miami, (laughs) that's 112 degrees. (laughs) It's a bit of an issue. So we had to really educate the consumer. Um, that like, you shouldn't leave them outside, kind of take note when your Amazon delivery is coming and, you know, bring them inside, leave them alone. So the bars are actually fine. If they melt, they just have to get back together. But if you open it when it's like spilling all over the place, that's no good for anyone. Right. Right. So as long as you kind of just bring them inside, put them down inside the house, leave them there for 10 hours or, you know, or put them in the fridge. fridge. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big thing. We had to educate the consumer. A lot of people were just like, always leaving their boxes outside, not even thinking about it, bringing in when they please. And God knows what was happening to them in transport, right? Right. Of course. All <laughs> Sitting those trucks. Sitting in some UPS truck. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so how do you, how did you guys tackle that? Um, we just had to educate the consumer. We um, emailed them, let them know, like if they do come melted, just please leave them alone. You can eat them. They're perfectly fine if they're a little misshaped. And letting them know, just like kind of take note of when your delivery is coming, right. bring them in or don't order them when you're out of town or Simple things like that. So it was really just educating them. We did do ice packs, which was very, very costly um, and didn't really make sense because they still would melt. didn't really right. matter. But that was probably one of our biggest challenges that, that could have thrown us off the boat. <laughs> Anything else that, that comes to mind throughout um, the process? I mean, also, you have to really think out things. Like sometimes you're so excited, you're rushed, you want to like complete something. Um, we actually launched cookies and we got accepted into Amazon's prime day, which is such an honor. Like you do amazing sales. And so we rushed to get our cookies completed and have them all ready. And we didn't do any like practice shipments or so they crumbled and we had, we had a, that was another like huge issue. So you have to really like think out things. Maybe things sound so amazing. It's so exciting. Like we got this, but you still have to do all the you know, the background stuff, the back part to make sure that it all runs smoothly later. Right. So even though they taste delicious, but our bags were just not holding them into shape. So if we would have put them in boxes, maybe with plastic or, you know, like there could have been another way of doing it, but we were just in such a pinch and we had to have it ready. Um, So 
thinking things out, like really going the extra mile, not getting so excited and getting like derailed on that. Which is easier said than done. Of course. When like Amazon tells you, Hey, do you want to do a prime hey, day? You go, you're going to yes. do a half a million dollars in sales in one day. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yes, we can do this. Yeah. So I'm um, wondering if we should, if you shouldn't have like rebranded them to cookie crumbles, you know, or something like that. <laughs> cereal, cookie <laughs> cereal. Right? Package it with like, you know, um, so going back, how has your life, and maybe you can go a little bit more into your background. You know, you, uh, you mentioned that you were in the industry already in finances, maybe go a little bit into that, your personal background, but also I want to know how has your life turned out differently than maybe you expected it to? Like, did you see yourself running a company that does what, what yours no. does and all of that? Um, my background, I mean, I grew up in New York and upstate New York and kind of a small town, Buffalo. And I went off to LA, I went to UCLA. And I mean, I definitely didn't see myself running, being a CEO of a huge protein bar company that's worldwide, that's for sure. Um, and having two children and, and, a, and a needy husband. <laughs> uh, no, in, in a wonderful way. Um, but I, I definitely did not see myself being um, so career driven. I, I don't think so. I thought I I would be more of like a housewife okay. who took care of my husband and my two kids, but I love it. I have such a, a drive to make this company great, greater. So this, you had this image of what your life was maybe going to go towards, and then it's turned out very differently. But do you ever find yourself, because I've talked to a lot of women entrepreneurs and moms and everything. And, and one of the things that has come up several times is that struggle of, man, am I doing the right thing? Cause they see the stay at home moms and they're like, Oh, I wish I could spend more time. But then you talk to enough stay at home moms no. and they're like, oh, I wish I could be like out there. <laughs> no, I'm so happy where I am. Okay. I, I love it. I, I still am there for my children. Like tomorrow, my daughter has cupcakes at 11 at school and it's her birthday month that they do that. And I'm going to be there. Like I'm the room mom of my son's class. Like I'm nice. still very active, but I just work long hours. You know, I'm, I'm up at six in the morning doing emails. I'm up at 11 PM doing emails. Like that's why it's nice that my office is in my house. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what experience do you think have most shaped who you are today? Looking back, are there any experiences that you, that you can say, oh man, this one moment or this thing that happened, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. And this is why. I mean, I think becoming a mother of my two beautiful children has really, has really made me grow into such a better person. I want to make the world better. I want to, I want them to see a hardworking woman back to the last question. Like mm -hmm. I want them to see me working and know that, you know, women don't have to only be pretty and, and dote on their husband, which I do. I do all those things. Um, but I also like being a hardworking woman who, who is going out there and getting things done themselves, taking care of things. I want my, my daughter to be strong. How old are they? They're six and eight. Six and eight? Mm -hmm. Both girls or? Uh, no, my, my son is six and my daughter's eight. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So kindergarten and second grade. What are some of those things that you feel has changed in you since becoming a mom? I think I'm a lot stronger and like, um, it's almost like that mother instinct. Like you get this, like you'll do anything to get something done that you need to and to protect. And so not only do I protect my family, but I protect my company and you know, you just have this overwhelming desire to, to be the best you can for those particular items. Right. Or, 
In terms of people that have influenced your life, any that come to mind and and why? I mean, my parents, my parents were both really hardworking. Um, my mom was a school teacher her whole life. And my father, he was a businessman when I was young. People asked me what he did. I was like, he's a businessman. They were like, uh, is he, is he, Can you get more specific? Yeah, he's, is he killing people? Like, what do you mean? Like, like, um, so, um, so he, no, he was in the furniture business, okay. but he was always like, you know, getting into real estate and doing this and doing that and whatever could be done. And so I think I, I learned from both of them that, you know, hard work pays off. And, and my dad, he also, not only did he like own this company, but he also would be fixing the toilet if it needed to get fixed. Like he right. wasn't scared of getting dirty. And I'm just like that. Like I do within true women, I, you could see me doing sampling at a little grocery store I mean, I'm the CEO, but I'm yet like on the ground floor doing deliveries of, you know, six boxes because right. whatever needs to get done gets done and, and I'm happy to do it. And so. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, I feel like that's one of those things that helps build a good company culture, right? It's because it comes down from the top. If yeah. people see that you're not willing to do something or that if X, Y, or Z tasks are beneath you, then there's nothing everybody else me. is going to, yeah. <laughs> So how do you balance that? Because that's another side of the equation. How do you balance having this attitude of not seeing anything as being beneath you, but also being at, more being selective and, and making sure that you're focusing on your time is best spent on the things that are going to have. Absolutely. How do you so, tackle that? so there was a period where we're, we're in a lot of places within Miami and I was doing all the deliveries. I would have the pallet get shipped to my house and I was actually doing the deliveries, which saved us a lot of money. And it was great for when we were growing, but it became to the point where it was just not manageable. So I knew that. And, um, and now it's only getting self-fulfilled. So it automatically gets shipped and that's cut out. But we had to make that decision. But for a period of time, it worked great. And it's, it did save us a lot of money. And it was great for me to meet with the, you know, right. them personally and talk to them and fix the little, you know, fix it. So it looked pretty. And I still do that. I mean, anywhere I am, you walk I into them. the store, you're still fixing your own product. A hundred percent. People look at me like, what are you doing? Excuse me. Do you know, do you work here? Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually like, work for this thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, if I know I'll help them. <laughs> so, so I would say that it's like, you know, you have to make the call of when it's like too much is too much. Cause your time is not, it could be used more wisely elsewhere. Right. Any other people that come to mind, you mentioned your parents um, and what you learned from them. Anybody else that maybe other mentors or anything else that. I would say my husband is probably one of my biggest mentors. He's um, he's a little OCD. And because I am extremely messy, it really okay. made me grow to be who I am today as far as much more. I would not nearly say OCD, but much more, um, <laughs> much more normal. Yeah. Much more normal. normal scale. Yes. And organized and. <laughs> And, and following through and he's, he's all about like, you know, following through and keeping to your word. And like, so he's kind of, he's, he's great. Are, are there any quotes that you think of often or that you try to live by? Um, definitely like karma is my first one because I think how you treat others and, and what you do comes back. So if you're not a good person, not good things are going to happen to you. So I, I really strongly believe in that. I always have. And then um, I never, I would say like, don't sweat the small stuff because I never make anything a big deal that's little. You always have to pick your battles. And if you're like worrying about all these little things, you're just going to crumble. So just kind of brush them off, fix them and, and worry about the big problems, the problems that really need to get targeted and, and fixed. So 
how do you do that as a as a CEO? Because a lot of times there's the important stuff and then there's the urgent stuff, which are Ooh, not necessarily question. <laughs> which are not necessarily the same, right? Right. Sometimes they're contradicting. Right. Um, so I think how, urgent, I, wanna, I wanna know about your I think urgent urgent is is urgent. You need to take care of it right away. So that and and maybe the urgent stuff you can kind of um you can delegate to be repaired and fixed and the important stuff you can take care of personally. We've talked about struggles and, and, and the things that you've had to overcome, but there's these, what I often refer to as your favorite failures, which are things that happen in the moment. And in the moment they felt like a failure or a setback, but looking back, you go, Oh my God, this, thank God this happened because it set me up on this other track that turned out to be infinitely better than I thought. Do you have any of those? Um, I mean, I would just say like nose, okay. just nose in general, because it made me stronger and fuel and like, it almost made me like more eager to get yeses. So like why can you give me an example? Just like um, grocery stores that said like, oh no, or like hotels or it just made me like want to prove them wrong that we're going to get a better grocery store. I'm like, oh really? You don't think we're good enough for you? Okay. Like, you know okay. what? I'm going to go out and get. You know, I don't want to name names Okay. <laughs> or same for hotels, like some hotels. Um, so some people and still are um, weary of like the true women aspect of it. The fact that it says true women. So they don't think that men will eat them and they don't want to cut off half of their uh, demographic. I don't know if you know him, but I had Carlos Ramirez from Powerful Foods on and his whole thing, Powerful Yogurt, was when he started it was a yogurt for men and it was all marketed and he got just like the press just went wild. They love the product. They, loved, oh, they but- love the product, but they were killing him on the messaging. Oh. And he was like, "This is great. I'm being talked about. I can For work sure. with this." For <laughs> sure, that was great. So it's almost kind of like the opposite of opposite, what, what's happening because we to were you. just getting like pushed in the corner. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know. If you were going back ten years, what piece of advice would Erica from today, knowing what you know today, would you give yourself back then? Um. I would say, I would say, don't waste your time on stressing about silly things and maybe like, don't like, don't just don't waste your time on like the petty girls, the girls who are just like talking about everyone or, you know, there's just a lot of time that probably got wasted. Right. Flip side of the question. If Erica from 10 years from now is coming back to today, what's a piece of advice that you think you need to hear today? Don't not work out. (laughs) Don't forget. Because a lot of days I like just get so busy. I forget to work out. And I feel like as you get older, you need to keep up. So that's especially with kids, right? (laughs) Especially. Like I found myself the other day getting gassed out with my four-year-old and I was like, oh man, this is not good. I need to, I need to start doing something about this. Yeah. (laughs) Got to keep yourself up for your health. And like, as we get older, I mean, it's just so important. Yeah. What is next for Erica and True Woman? What's Talk to me about what's coming down the road. What's exciting? Well, we're going into Whole Foods, which should be happening this month, which is really exciting. Um, Target, which is phenomenal. I can't wait to visit every single Target. You're going Um, going full in, like all of them? (laughs) Or is it like a pilot in some stores? No, we're going in all the Targets. Wow, congrats. It's amazing. It's really exciting. Um, And just kind of, you know, tackle some other great stores. And I want to get some more hotels. And there's just a lot of exciting things brewing. So... It's, when it's, is the target thing supposed to happen? In the next couple of months. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So let's switch into Miami rapid fire. 
Um, just going to throw out a couple of questions about Miami living, and then you throw out, you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Favorite food spot and dish. I love Juice and Java, and all of their salads are delicious. But there's one. It's Where like, is it? Um, like one fiftieth in Biscayne. Okay. Really good. Um, and they have a, they have a vegetable roll that's delicious. It's like sushi, but all vegetable. And then their salads are just crazy good. They're all really good. Awesome. And their pizza. Pizza. They have keto pizza too. Oh, okay. Which tastes like chicken wings to me, which is really interesting. Yeah, I don't know why, but I don't eat meat, <laughs> so it tastes like chicken wings. So I get really excited. Okay. <laughs> Perfect way to spend a Miami weekend for you. Oh, well, I I love just relaxing sometimes. So just going to dinner with my kids and my husband on a Friday night, Saturday, watching them play sports. Having dinner as adults on a Saturday night, maybe going to the beach or a bike ride on a Sunday. Just simple. Nice. Happiness. Easy Miami living. Yeah. It's amazing here. If you're stuck in Miami traffic, what are you listening to? Uh, I'm probably actually on the phone. Okay. Just always on the phone. Just trying to get the calls in when I can. What about working out? Do you listen to any music or anything that you're tuning in while you're working out? When I'm working out, I'm watching my shows. Okay. What are you tuning <laughs> to into? To be honest. <laughs> what are you tuning into? Um... Right now, I'm watching A Million Little Things. That's like a show on Hulu. Other Miami businesses or individuals or entrepreneurs that you, you know, you want to mention and show a little bit of love to that you think are doing amazing things here in Miami? Oh, there's so many that are doing amazing here. Um, Miami Gorgeous, they're self-tanner. They're two women who are just out there like chugging away. Okay. Um, and I love their drive and I love their product. Frida Baby, she's doing phenomenal. Obviously, she's like killed it already. So she's already... Conquered. Are they here in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. They're local. Wow. Yeah. She's, she's great. Uh, Sarah Akobe, she's just doing amazing things. She has a whole girl's room that she spends her Fridays. I've gone a couple of times and done sound bowls for the girls, but she does everything. She's doing a fashion show. I think this weekend she does like their prom. She gets people to donate dresses. She does Thanksgiving. She wakes up at like four in the morning and has Publix donate turkeys and this and that. She gives them out to all these families. She's yeah, doing amazing, she's doing amazing awesome things. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have her on the shows soon, hopefully. Yeah. She's great. Anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Maybe something that I didn't touch on or something that comes to mind. Um, so I also, uh, my children both got molluscum really bad and I had a terrible experience with the process of getting them removed since they're so contagious. What is that? It's a skin virus, but they like get it at school. They get it from the pool. They get it from touching each other. Oh, wow. They're these okay. like little dots that turn red. Okay. And they literally, if you like scratch it, it like goes everywhere. It's, wow. And so, um, so because of that, I, um, I went on a mission. So my daughter, I had to get them scraped out. We did the beetle juice. We did everything. And she has terrible scars. So because when my son got it, I decided I had to go on a mission to figure out a better way to cure this. And I created these micro needling patches that have um, a curated special non, like it's all, um, all plant-based medicine that dries them out and, and kills them. So it's called Molluscum Away. It's my new little venture. Um, wow. And so. That's you just keep on scratching just, your own itches, don't you? Like, well, this was not the no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so it just launched and, um, we're curing molluscum everywhere. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And yeah. where can people find out more about that? Uh, molluscumaway.com. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So wrapping up, Mike is yours. What's the best way for people, listeners, to connect with you, find out about 
both of your companies, what's happening, everything. Um, so Erica, my Instagram is Erica True Women. And don't forget True Women is T-R-U-W-O-M-E-N. Not, there's no E. Uh, truewomen.com is our website. And our Instagram is at truewomen, T-R-U-W-O-M-E-N. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank this you. This was so, awesome. It was so great. Hey guys, this is Corrado again. Two quick things before you take off. One, remember that you can find detailed show notes for every single episode at miamicreators.com. And two, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this with someone you think would find it interesting. That's it. Until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>